Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. It's 105 at Edmonton. Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Momentarily, we will hook up with Keith Gretzky. He is the Oilers' assistant general manager. He runs the Bakersfield Condors, who are down in Calgary tonight and tomorrow. Guests in Oilers Now receive gift cards to... Japanese Village for 50 years, Edmonton's destination for a celebration for the census reserved today at jvedmonton.ca. Today was a good day in the office, right, Brendan? You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I sure was. Yes, absolutely. Don and his staff, uh, (laughs) Japanese Village, they've got a location downtown, West Edmonton Mall, a new spot in 37th along Calgary Trail, and uh, also out in Sherwood Park. We head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. A reminder, the River Cree Resort and Casino, excitement bet on it, open 24-7, 365, and we welcome back to the show the Assistant General Manager of the Edmonton Oilers, as well as the man who uh, oversees the Bakersfield Condors. The orders wrapped up their uh, pro meetings last week. And to reveal all the ingredients that are going to go into the Cadbury secret, uh, we welcome back to the show Keith Gretzky. Hello, Keith. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. You ready to tell us who uh, the orders are targeting uh, coming up in the upcoming NHL trade deadline? <laughs> you know what, Bob? That's, uh, that's uh, something that we'll wait and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Bakersfield started to play a little bit better of late. Is this a byproduct of the Oilers getting a little bit healthier and also the Condors getting a little bit healthier? Um, both. I think, um, you know, for, I think, six, seven weeks we didn't have our number one goalie, and that kind of hurts you, I, even though that uh, Ollie Rodriguez played real well. Um, still need that veteran, veteran goalie to, you know, calm things down back there, but, uh, you know, with some injuries and call-ups and, and that happens, that's what up to the other players to uh, step up and, you know, it's hard. And, and we had like straight think at times guys that were three East coast state players on D and, but, uh, you know, we fared the, uh, fared pretty good. And, and now we've, I think in the last while we've started playing better because we've had, a more consistent lineup and and having healthier bodies. One of the things that I've noticed of late, and do you guys monitor the amount of minutes played for uh, the players? Is there like I, I know there's not official league stats on time on ice at the AHL level, but do you have your own? You know, like do, do the do the video guys help or in that regard, or how do you guys handle that? Yeah, we have uh, we have a. Um, ice time thing and and keep track of ice time. And you're right, it's it's. You know, ice time has gone up, and and I, I, like I said to you, maybe a month ago, you know, I know, you know, and just talking how the coach sought out certain players, and and people were in uproar, and and but they're not here every day, and they don't watch practice, they don't watch games. It's different than watching video and being there, and and you know, some some guys it's a wake up call, and I think that has taken off, and I, I use Curtis Savoy and Rafael Lavoie really taken off and 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 especially Rafi's played very well for us and you know he's he's a big man and and um he's used his size he's six four and and he's learning to drive to the net and I, I see more consistent player and and he's reliable and and he's strong on the puck I 
the other night we won 7-3. I thought we were, as a whole group, we were weak on the puck, but he was one guy that was, uh, you know, I thought was real strong on the puck. Well, over his last 17 games, Raphael Lavoie has nine goals, 19 points, and is plus nine. Uh, so 9, 10, and 19 over the last 17, plus 9. Now, he had a hot streak last year, too. Keith, is, is this a guy that just goes on heaters once in a while, or is this a player that's playing differently now than maybe he has at different stages down in Bakersfield? You know, I, I think he's more mature. He's He understands it. Um, it's not going to be handed to you. Um, and he's worked hard. And I'm not saying he didn't work hard last year or the year before, but, you know, there's a different sense with him and his urgency of his game. Um, like I said, it's the little things of being strong on the puck. Uh, I thought he's been very good along the wall of getting the pucks out. And, you know, I, I think earlier in the year and previous years, I, that was a concern for him at times where, you know, it, it seemed to be, Especially earlier this year, I thought he really struggled to get the puck out along the wall um, in our own zone. But he's really taken off, and I think it's details. And and he's, you know, when you're playing well, you're happier. And, and you know, I think last game he played 19, 20 minutes, and that's great on him. He earns it. And, and when you play well, you get lots of ice. And, and I know he's wanted this for a long time. Uh, it's so good on him. We're joined right now by Keith Gretzky, the assistant general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, who will not reveal who the Oilers are targeting uh, in the upcoming NHL trade deadline. Uh, but we'll uh, talk about his team in Bakersfield. Ty Tulio, I got to tell you, Keith, uh, I didn't know what to expect from Tulio this year. In his last nine games, he's got four goals, uh, 10 points. Uh, he's got points in six consecutive games. I think he's plus four or five during that stretch. I think he's tonight he's expected to play in a line with Lavoie and Esposito. But maybe just, uh, has he been a little bit of a surprise for you as the season's gone on? Yeah, he has. I, I, he's another guy. The one good thing of all the young kids, I think they've taken a big step um, since, you know, I would say before Christmas to after Christmas, their game has slowly gotten better. Um, I think it's a big adjustment when you're, A, you come from junior and, I used to go watch Ty play, for example, and he, you know, he was playing 28 minutes, 27 minutes. So, he, you know, you you tend to coast in certain situations because you know that you're the go-to guy and you're going to play, you know, every other shift and all the power play and all the penalty kill. It doesn't matter if I make a mistake or this or that. And here you're accountable because you have, you know, 18 of those players and and plus extras. So good on him. He's he has, you know surprised myself and the coaching staff but you know he's earned the respect of the coaches and and you know he's up to 15 16 minutes at times 17 minutes and you know it's you can't just throw him out there if it's if it's uh not warranted and these these young kids have have warranted it um him and rafi have played very well together and i think Espo's in the middle of them most of the time and he's been a little banged up and we've Use Noah Phillip in there, and and um, and and so you know whoever's with them seems to uh, be the line that's that's going. So, which is good for the for the young kids well, in the organization. Yeah, Lavoie, Borgo, Tulio, Carter, and Phillip are third through seventh on the team in goals. Uh, Lavoie is eleven. Borgo has ten. Tulio's got eight. Savoy's got eight. Phillips got seven. Xavier Borgo had one goal in 17 games, but broke through the other night with a goal and assist. 
Uh, you know, this is a first-round draft choice that scored 50 last year between the regular season, the playoffs, and the World Juniors uh, in the Quebec League. You know, but it's a big step up. I think it's fair to say from the Quebec League, and he's had some ups and downs this year, hasn't he, Xavier Borgo, Keith? You know what? You're bang on, and and that's the one thing about pro hockey is that it doesn't matter if it's the Quebec League or the Western League or Ontario League or or even college somewhat. These are these are men that you're playing against, and and you know our our division is it seems to be an older group, and and we're a young team, especially up front. You know, last year we talked about uh, um, the D, our defense. You know, we had all all young D. We didn't go out and sign one older guy, and we could have, but we didn't want to take away from the ice time from from sitting a guy in the stands. You know, ten games in a row, and. You know, you, you, listen. You're, you're the odd time you need to be whacked, and you're going to sit, and you got to get back on the horse and get in right away. And I think the uh, the big difference for these kids is that you, you know you come you come for Xavier is a guy that came in and as you said was a pure goal scorer, and but you're playing against men and you're traveling, you're you live alone, and and you don't have somebody cooking for you, and you know preparation and and being being ready to play, you know. You know, two games and three nights, or whatever it is, or back-to-back nights with travel from San Diego to to Bakersfield. It's 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 a hike and getting in at three in the morning. So, I think it's learning, and and I think at times that he's um, been up and down, but in the most part, uh, you know, he shows what he can do, and and he did. He went 17 games, I believe, without scoring a goal, and and. Um, I think it was a, it's a learning. The first year is a real big adjustment um, for a lot of the kids. And, you know, you want them to get their feet wet and you want them, you know, to play in the NHL yesterday. And it just nowadays it's hard to do that. And you look at Vinny DeRene as a prime example that, you know, you put your time in and you're when you're ready, you're ready. And, and you know, um, good things happen. All right. Carter Savoy, the, the criticism of him in his draft year was the work rate. Obviously, a skilled finisher. Has that uh, has the work rate improved as the season's gone on this year? I, I, for me, for me with him, it's it's just core strength, and and you know you got to get your nose dirty and and win those fifty fifty puck battles and get involved. And um, but again, I, it's you, you look at him and Ty Tulio and Carter Savoy and even Noah that. Um, you know, these are these are kids, and you don't have that man strength, and and it's a big difference. And when you play a team like Calgary or Coachella Valley, they're they, you know they they they're older team and and older players and stronger, and and it's it's where you want to get to and and put the time in in the summer and to work hard. And and the one thing that we do have um, is a great work ethic off the ice and on the ice and. And I know guys that do an extra uh, after practices and after games, so it's not like uh, you know it's they're not learning or doing it. It, it just takes time to, to build the foundation to get bigger and stronger. Keith Gretzky joining us, assistant GM of the Bakersfield Condors. You mentioned Noah a couple times. Uh, the Oilers at the NHL level have one right shot that can take faceoffs, and that's Derek Ryan, and he's 36. Uh, and you've got one right shot center, and he's now playing center. Is that right, almost exclusively, Noah Philp? Yeah, he, Noah's been, Noah's been uh, center for, for a while now. 
Um, and he, uh, how's he, he doing? Up and down. No, he's he's. It's a, to me, it's a learning process too. And and I think like any any you know first second year player, it's, is you show glimpses of you know having three great games in a row, and then you know three games where you're trying to find them. And and it's a learning thing of being a centerman that. You know, when you're, you're, you know, you're cutting across uh, for an outlet pass, you, you need to give the D-man a pass, your target, the pass to, and you can't have a stick in the air. And he's been good on draws. Um, uh, many will go on night where it's, he struggles. But for the most part, it's he's he's done well. And, and what, he's effective when he uses his body and gets after the puck and <clears throat> is doing consistently every game. But I'm, I've been happy how he's, been as of late and you know at the beginning it was a little bit of a struggle playing I think playing center and but lately he's been you know better for us and and good for him yeah well he's got a you know he's got an outside chance to play I mean obviously Borgo's a first rounder and and guys like uh, Savoy and and uh, Tulio are younger uh, but there's an opportunity there for for Philip who's a little bit older if he can continue to you know real hone in on uh, being a right shot center all right I gotta ask you about and- Mike Sorry, you were going to say? And one thing about it too, Bob, and, and you know how Ken has been when when you come here, it's you work hard, you get what you get. And, and um, with Noah, you know, it didn't matter. He was coming from, you know, a Canadian college or a first round pick, and and you look at you look at Hammer. Hamlin was a, a HL player. We treat everybody like they're our prospects, yeah. and it doesn't matter if you're an NHL or on an NHL contract or. A, American League deal <clears throat> because at the end of the day we're going to take the best player and you look at Hamlin that uh, uh, in even Vinny was on a AHL, AHL deal, deal. Yeah. so what, the one thing is is it takes time and I know I know we all want him to be there tomorrow and and I, I get frustrated too when you see a young guy have a great game and and you say oh he's close and. But it's, it takes time, and we all just got to remember that. So, Keith, uh, last spring, closing in on the deadline, I got a couple calls from other teams about DeHarnay. Uh, I got a call mm-hmm. from uh, <laughs> a guy you know uh, that you would have seen a lot of, uh, so a Western-based scout, and uh, that's probably spent a fair amount of time at Edmonton asking me about Michael Kesselring. And yep. it's been a, I mean, he's leading the AHL in goals with 12. I didn't see that happen last year when when I was down in Bakersfield. Like, he was kind of all over the ice, and I didn't, you know, he was kind of like a wild stallion out there, big, rangy guy. Um, what's ha- like, I mean, in the, the two goals he scored the other night were off the right side, and with wrist slash, you know, snapshots from 40 feet out, he blew it past the goalie both times. Is, is is are we watching a guy evolve here uh, on the back end? You know, it's um, great on him. I know that uh, he's a passionate player that that cares and wants to improve every day. And I think he gets, you know, one knock maybe would be that he gets he's hard on himself. And 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 I get it. It's that's being a you know a kid and you're growing up. And I look at where I remember um, he came out of school early and. And I'm talking to his agent and his, and, and Matt Cater, and, and you know he was barely surviving defending. And then I, I had a name for him because how he how he was, and he was Bambi. He was he was light. He was um, you know 
wasn't confident with the puck. And I think the biggest thing is he's, he's he, I don't want to say he's arrogant when he's on the ice and in a bad way, but it's okay to be like that. And he's really improved, and I'm really, really happy because I, I know the work that he's put in this summer. I, I think he's probably the most improved player that we've had in a long time in in the last year and even two years when he first came out. I look at him and, and it's incredible steps that he's taken and you know, he's just gotta keep learning to defend and, and get stronger and and it's the big boo boos and in his own end that uh you know, you gotta make sure he, he he's gotta make sure he doesn't make those mistakes so that less is better and you look at Vinny De Arnay, it's it's the mistakes are you know, down here were we're not big ones and and look where it got him to the NHL and and Michael is, is, is getting there, um, but boy, is he taking a huge step. And like you said, those are they're not fluke shots. Those are like NHL. We call them NHL shots. And good on him because, you know what, he's, he's got 12 goals. And, and did I see 12 goals out of I didn't. coming? No, but, <laughs> but we'll take the 12 and run and and you know but the the thing is it's it's still baby steps and you you know he's close and and but you know he's still developing and and it, it, you know whenever his time is it'll be it'll be right and it's got to be the right time so just to confirm one more time you're not going to trade us or tell us about any of ken holland's trade targets after you guys did your pro meetings last year not a chance, Bob. All right. You know me. Yeah. Uh, final one for you. Uh, Niemalainen, day-to-day? Day-to-day. Uh, he's not going to – I don't think he'll play this weekend. Um, we'll, we'll, we, we play next week. Uh, we have the All-Star break. So, he's close. Um, you know, maybe maybe tomorrow night, but I, I doubt it. Um, um, but we'll see. All right. Well, uh, if you have time for me, maybe I'll see you tonight. All right, there you go. That is Keith Gretzky. It is 123 in Edmonton. And that's uh, a look at the Edmonton Oilers AHL prospects. The Oilers Now Prospect Report brought to you by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace, reface anything you wanted to add to that, Brendan Escott. I just thought we could highlight Max Warner for a second, considering he'll be in town tomorrow night with the Moose Jaw Warriors. Yeah. Having a pretty good season uh, on the back end for them so far. 30 points and 42 games, but it's not just that. He's 6'3", 185 pounds, and and uses every bit of it to just flatten guys, as we know. So, yeah, he's been uh, suspended a couple times. I think at least once, maybe twice this year. Uh, he will be he'll be in Bakersfield next year on the right side of that defense, as uh, Day Harnay will be in Edmonton next season on the right side of that defense. Kemp's been very solid for them as well. Uh, another righty on the back end. Want to mention we're heading to California this April. With New West Travel, you can fly to Los Angeles. You watch the Edmonton Oilers play the LA Kings and the Anaheim Ducks. This New West Travel hockey package includes airfare, four nights at the Marriott LA Live, lower bowl game tickets for both games, and a welcome reception with yours truly with special guests. For the California Hockey Tour, reach out to newwesttravel.com. Keith didn't seem too excited that I was coming down to see him. I don't know. Did you get that sense? All right, if you have to. Uh, We'll take a quick timeout, and uh, we will get to uh, NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers now. All right, let's quickly go off to NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. 
Drew and the staff at Elite, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, and here's Brendan Escott. All right, whole league is now on the all-star break. Skills competition goes tomorrow night in Miami. Starts at uh, 5 o'clock our time. Excuse me, Saturday is the All-Star game. You'll see, of course, Skinner, Dreisaitl, and McDavid there. Sabres defenseman Rasmus Dahlin is replacing teammate Tage Thompson. Uh, Thompson out with an upper body injury suffered this week. Golden Knights captain Mark Stone out indefinitely following back surgery. How might that alter Vegas's course of the season? Uh, Devils associate coach Andrew Burnett charged with driving under the influence uh, while driving home from a bar in his golf cart. Devils are in the process of gathering a Additional information. Bakersfield in Calgary tonight and tomorrow. Oil Kings back in action tomorrow with Moose Jaw in town. It's Pride Night. Uh, Saturday, they will be in Calgary meeting the Hitmen at the Saddle Dome. And the uh, number four Golden Bears off until next weekend. They close out the conference play against Manitoba. Mike Sarant's final couple games coach the Manitoba Bisons. He's been there. Geez, all, maybe Don DePoe, I think, was in between uh, the late Wayne Fleming. Uh, Don DePoe spent several years here in Edmonton as well at NEAT. Off to a, and Mike Sarant. Sarant's got, it's got to be at least 25 years that Sarant's been coaching the Bisons. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling.